Steven Anime Batman Episode 2 Ring Around the Riddler. Alright, we're back for another episode of Steve and Andy Meet Batman. I'm Steve. And I'm Andy. So, this is kind of like a monumental occasion, I think. It definitely is. The first time we've ever done the podcast. Back-to-back weeks. I know, so when we did Steve and Andy Meet Seinfeld, I think... How many episodes did we do? Because that... We're saying two, but I could have sworn... I think it was two. I think it was two. You know, I have notes for another episode. Yeah, but we never recorded it. Is that what it... Okay. Yeah, episode three was never recorded. It's like the lost episode. Maybe It is. It is the lost episode. Somewhere, it's in a time capsule somewhere. We used to do a podcast about Seinfeld, but now it's about Batman, and specifically season three of the... 1960s Batman with Adam West. Yeah, yeah, the the third the third and final season. It's a lot of one part episodes as a part as a, as opposed to two parters. Yeah, so last week we did the first episode, which was about the Penguin, and this week's episode is about the Riddler, and it's it's a pretty good episode. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, uh, did you watch the Super Bowl? The big game was last Sunday. What did you think? Uh. Yeah. Yeah, I it, I had it on, but I think I was doing something while I think I was probably like reading or something while it was on. But yeah, no, I I had it on because I I wanted to see Arizona win, but they lost. Yeah, it was a good game. I I caught the ending, and yeah, I was like doing other other stuff, um, like homework or something while it was on. But I was I like had an eye on it, and like I said last week, I mostly watch it for the commercials anyway. So. But there were some good commercials this year. Yeah, th- there were. There there were some good ones. But uh, to be honest with you, I couldn't tell you a single commercial other than the G.I. Joe trailer. Oh, yeah. But that's what I was thinking. There were a lot of really good movie trailers this year. Like G.I. Joe, like you mentioned, which looks it, pretty awesome. It's the new Transformers. And um, the new movie with Michael Sarah and Jack Black. I think it's called Yeah, the year one. one. Yeah, yeah looks pretty and Harold Ramis, Harold Ramis directed that. Yeah, it looks pretty good. When's that come out? Uh, in the summer. I think my favorite commercial that I saw was the Conan O'Brien one. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was good. That was like the, the beer commercial, right? Yeah, and the beer commercials are always really good. I don't know why that is. They have the money to spend. Yeah, they're always the best ones. But yeah, they always the, do have good ones. So what's Budweiser has like the horses, I guess. And I, Yeah, they've always had Clydesdale. Yeah. That's, their, that's always been their thing. Did you see the Cash for Gold commercial? Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. I, I enjoyed that one. I like that was sledgehammer. I like that, that. That was weird because Cash for Gold, I always thought of as like kind of like in it's kind of like Shamwell. It would it would have been like yeah, if it was a Shamwell commercial with Michael Jackson. <laughs> I don't know how I felt about that one, but I liked it because it was so strange. It, it was it. strange. You know what I was thinking while I was watching the Super Bowl? I didn't really like the commentary. And I was thinking that me and you should do the commentary for the Super Bowl. What do you think about we that? We should. That would have been cool. I, I, you know what? I'll send an email to NBC and see what they think. I, I don't really know anything about football. I send them some podcasts and say, what do you think about these two guys going to the Super Bowl next year? <laughs> Steven animate the Super Bowl 2000. That'd be cool. We should do That'd it. That'd be neat. Yeah, I'd like that. I don't know why they wouldn't let us do it. I would do it for free. I would, too. They probably mean, have good catering. Yeah, they have to have good catering. <laughs> I, you That's know, all we, I need. I do this podcast for free. I mean, really. I, this... just, I have good catering here. That's why I do it. I have good <laughs> catering in my house. So you cook all your own food, or, or what's the yeah, situation? I, yeah, I actually do it, yeah. I know you're a pretty good cook, right? Yeah, I am. 
So, I like to think so. Actually, last time I saw you, you were talking about like going all vegetarian. How's that going? Or are you doing that? Or? Uh, well, I'm still not eating red meat. I'm still eating poultry. Yeah. yeah. So you're just gradually going. Is that your ultimate goal to become totally vegetarian? I'd like to, but it's probably never going to happen. I can never do it. Um, I can never get used to not. I can never get used to it. That's the reason why I couldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, I'd have to have at least chicken or something. Yeah, turkey yeah, or I'm whatever. About it. So you mentioned the Puppy Bowl to me. And yeah, I no the Puppy Bowl. That. It's on uh, Animal Planet. They had Puppy Bowl 5. And every year the ratings get better for Puppy Bowl. And what it is, it's just a room that's made to look like a football stadium, and they have puppies playing in it. And it's on for two <laughs> hours. And in between ep- hour one and hour two, they have the the kitty halftime show, which is they let a bunch of kittens in there, and the kittens play for 15, 20 minutes. And then the puppies come back out. So it's just an hour of puppies playing? It's two hours. Doing... It's a two hours of puppies playing with a halftime of kitties. You know what? I think Steve and Andy should do the Puppy Bowl instead of the Super Bowl. <laughs> I would like that better, actually. I would uh, enjoy that. Yeah, I've watched. I think I've watched every Puppy Bowl. Well, so they have them annually. It's not. Yeah, it's Puppy Bowl Five. This past one was. So who won this year? No one. I mean, it's just puppies playing. Everybody wins. The puppy yeah, bowl. I mean, when you have puppies playing, yeah, everybody wins basically. And the ratings do get better every year. It's like one of Animal Planet's highest-rated programs. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, oh, I guess their highest-rated program ever was probably like the Steve Irwin show or whatever. Probably. That was pretty popular, right? Except when Puppy Bowl X comes around. Oh God. <laughs> Puppy Bowl Ten. Seinfeld, and we had about thirty subscribers at one point, which I was pretty happy with because I only told like five people about it. Yeah, I didn't tell anyone about it. So, th- I mean, that's pretty good for not promoting a show. And, I mean, the quality of show that we put out, I mean, that's not... <laughs> I think that's really good for, yeah, the quality of show that we did. And apparently we only did two episodes. But we... And I was looking at it last week because now we're going to be updating these. I'm going to be posting the Steve and Andy meet Batman. And I looked at our iTunes page, and we actually had a review, which surprised me a lot, actually. And it was a good review, too. You I know, it's a great review. And it, and I thought, oh, is this is one of my friends, but it wasn't because I checked out the guy's page and it, it he's reviewing other stuff that I know none of my friends would review. So this is some guy who is a big fan, I guess, of Stephen Andy meets Simon. I know it said something like uh, five stars, and it came across like Stephen Andy, don't stop. Seinfeld's great. So he's going to be really disappointed now because we're not going to do anymore. But... He might be a bigger Batman fan though. Who we don't knows? know. But it is cool. We got a five-star review, which I think is pretty cool. I'm, yeah, I'm, our first one. I'm actually really – I was really happy about that. It made yeah, my day. Too. So I, yeah, and I have no idea who that guy is. So what was his name? Like, Your Distant Uncle? Like, yeah, it was you, Your Distant Uncle. I really don't know what to make of that. <laughs> He's maybe not he was a distant, distant uncle of yours. Uh, maybe. I don't know. What does that mean, a distant uncle? Like, he's far away? Like he's Maybe. But if if you're out there, your distant un- uncle, thank you for listening, and send you should send us an email or go to our blog or something, and yeah, and I'm like really curious now as to why he liked our podcast. Maybe so we can do an episode called Steve and Andy Meet Your Distant Uncle. We should do that. We definitely. I, I will have him on this show if if he wants. We could do uh, it. Yeah. I think we should. No, I I think I think what it was he he didn't like 
us, but he likes Seinfeld. So he was just like dealing with us just to hear more about Seinfeld. Just to hear about people talking about <laughs> Seinfeld. Well, like I said, maybe he's a bigger Batman fan. I hope so. So he'll enjoy people talking about Batman. I think there are a lot of Batman Seinfeld. fans who would like this show, or non-Batman fans. Either. Or Seinfeld fans. You ready to get into this week's episode? Of course. Let's do it. Hey, Ring Around the Riddler. That's Original right. air date, September 21st, 1967. It was episode number 96. The production code was 1707. The episode was written by Charles Hoffman and directed by Stan, Sam, not Stan, Sam Strangus. <laughs> Strangus, that's what it looks Sam like. Sam Strangus, okay. Yeah, and Frank Gorshin played the Riddler. Is that the same director as last time? I don't remember. I don't uh, no, I don't believe so. I don't remember what the guy's name, but I'm positive it wasn't Sam Strangus. I'm not really keeping track of the directors, so... <laughs> I, it doesn't even really matter, to tell you the truth. Yeah, oh, I... You know, Joan Collins is in it, too, and she plays Siren later on. So the show starts off. We see the Riddler in his hideout, which is a little-used gymnasium, apparently, and that's actually what it's called. Well, yeah, a little-used gymnasium. I didn't get the joke. <laughs> and he was in there, and he had kidnapped Kid Gulliver, who was a, apparently a prize fighter, a boxer. And it seems like the Riddler's plan is he wants Kid Gulliver to uh, throw the big fight tomorrow. But Kid Gulliver, of course, doesn't want to do it because he's a proud prize fighter. He's a proud boxer, of course. So the Riddler's plan is a little weird. I guess it's just... I don't really get his plan at all. That's what I was going to say. He wants to get rid of all the uh, prize fighters and then control all the... I I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. So you'll get rid of all the great prize fighters... And he'd control boxing in Gotham? I don't get it. And, and, yeah, he wants to not only control it in Gotham, but all of, like, America. He wants to be, like, the boxing... He wants to be Don King before Don King. It, maybe he's a little bit ahead of his time. I don't, I don't know. But I, don't plan, get, I don't get his plan at all. It, it doesn't make any sense. But I think we'll find that a lot of these plans aren't going to make any sense. At right, yeah, yeah. Do you know what's interesting about Kid uh, Gulliver real fast? What's that? He's played by James Brolin. Who is not only Barbara Streisand's husband, but also Josh Brolin, the star of No Country for Old Men, and an Academy Award nominee for Best Supporting Actor this year. Josh Brolin, his son. And and Heath Ledger, yeah. played the Joker, is nominated for Supporting Actor against, and he's going against, in the same category, Josh Brolin, whose dad was Kid Gulliver on the Batman series. Whoa, that's actually pretty cool. Kind I think scary. you can only get that kind of information here, I think. On Steve and Andy, yeah. Other places, it would, it would make more sense because they'd word it better. <laughs> his secretary or whoever it is asks, how's he going to do it? And he says he has an ace up his sleeve, which uh, I don't, I don't know. know I don't think that. we ever found out what the ace was. Well, we do because I, I, I watched out for that, and we do find out. So okay. we cut to Bruce, Dick, and, and Alfred watching the boxing match later that night, I guess. And Alfred's just standing there watching it with Bruce and Dick, which I, I guess he just hangs out with. He's not allowed to sit down. He's always on the clock. I he, hate that. I've never he seen treats, him sitting he down. He treats like Alfred like garbage. He does, but I think Bruce Wayne, it's pretty clear that he's a, he's a jerk. I mean, he's not a very good guy. But Seriously? Bruce is watching the match, and he and he sees that Kid Gulliver lost by a lot. I mean, I don't know a lot about boxing, but apparently— He goes Kid, down in the third round. He gets blown out, right? So Bruce stands up, and he's apparently the chairman of the Gotham City Boxing Commission. He's the head of the Gotham Commission, the Gotham Boxing Commission. He calls an emergency meeting, which I guess means that Robin and Alfred are also members of the (laughs) The committee. You know Bruce paid for that spot. Well, obviously. No one appointed him. The money appointed him to that spot. That's right. And and Bruce says, something's up. I don't – something's not right here because Kid Gulliver should be winning because he's obviously the best boxer around. 
So we cut to the Riddler, and he's stealing box office receipts. I don't. What, what is? I that was mean? like, is that part of his plan? I don't. That's I don't what. Why it. didn't? Why did he need Kid Glover to lose? Why didn't he just steal those anyway? But but they're in giant bags with the dollar sign on them. So it's pretty, well, obviously they don't try to hide it. But and and so he so he him and his henchmen are stealing these receipts, and he has a box with a question mark on it that he leaves there. And it's really weird. And the, but then Barbara Gordon walks in. She goes up to the counter and she wants to buy some tickets to, I guess, the fight. Which I, is Barbara Gordon a boxing fan? I don't. I don't. Know. Yeah, I didn't get that. Well, she never said she wanted to buy tickets to the fight. She goes, I want to buy tickets for tomorrow night, and she never finished it. They wouldn't have boxing two nights in a row. Well, maybe they would. Maybe boxing apparently is really popular in Gotham. I don't know. It must be. So the the box that the Riddler left there starts blinking, and the clerk freaks out she's screaming and totally hysterical i don't it's just a blinking box i don't know why she was that scared then we cut to the opening credits so after the opening credits we get back to um the box office and barbara gordon had and i find this really strange she'd taken the time to go all the way back to her apartment which i assume is pretty far away from gotham square gardens and change into the batgirl costume before she helps this poor woman out who's in she's in hysterics i don't what is she thinking? Is I, she didn't, really I didn't quite understand why she had a change. Couldn't she? Because she just called the police. Well, that's true. <laughs> Couldn't she just been Barbara and said, "Dad, something happened at Gotham Square Garden." Then we get this cool sequence where the opening credits play, and Batgirl, for some reason, Batgirl calls the commissioner. She had to change it to the Batgirl costume, and I wonder if she said, "Hey, this is me, Barbara," or "Hey, it's Batgirl." Yeah, because don't you think uh, Gordon would recognize her voice? I don't know, but yeah, you would think that, but he seems like a pretty incompetent. Then we see the commissioner calling the bat phone. But Alfred picks up. Alfred picks up the phone, and I think, should he really be answering it? Hello, this, what is the answer? Hello, this is Alfred, or this is... <laughs> this is the bat cave. I think Alfred says, yeah, yeah Batman's not around. So they, they put up the bat signal. Then we cut to Batman and the and and Robin. They enter the police station, and they're checking out the, the box that the Riddler left. And Batman's using a stethoscope. I guess, really technical there to check out the box. It's probably a bad scope. He opens up the box, and apparently the box does absolutely nothing. It was a total decoy. It, there were some metal filings inside. And, and was, the, was there a riddle in it? I don't remember. Yeah, there's a note inside, and the note said something about an ancient Mesopotamian temple. And the Riddler's getting really obscure with his riddles now. Um... But we're lucky because yeah. Commissioner Gordon said Barbara studied Southwest Asian history in college, which, which answers your question from last week. Yeah, I think one of us said, "What, what did she study in college?" And uh, Southwest Asian history, which is really specific, I think. But you know, it's very weird. Yeah, it's a very weird topic. Yeah, which is, I guess, why she's just a librarian. Now. Yeah, <laughs> they notice Batgirl's gone. And Batman makes some really sexist comment about how her vanishing cream works really well or something. Yeah, I thought that was really weird. I thought that was really weird. But right at that moment, the the real boxing commissioner calls, and he said, Kid Gulliver's vanished. They, they can't find him anywhere. Cut to the Riddler's hideout, and of course, that's where Kid Gulliver is. And he's been given some riddle juice, which I yeah, don't Yeah, he, he, he injected him with Riddler juice. I, I, don't know, I don't know if I want to know what that means. I really don't want to know what that is. I... Stay far away. If anyone says want to try some riddle juice, don't. <laughs> That's all I gotta Especially say. Especially since they have to inject you with it. Yeah, I don't know. He couldn't take a pill, a riddle pill. It's got to be riddle juice and directly into the bloodstream is the only way it can work. 
we cut to Batman and Robin, of course, the classic climbing of the building scene. They're climbing up Barbara's apartment. Uh, they get up to her balcony. Her apartment's really nice. It's at, it, it is really nice. Private librarian, balcony. yeah. Did you find it odd that they said they climbed up the side of her building as opposed to going through the actual building because they didn't want to upset the tenants? That's what I thought. Wouldn't it be more upsetting to see Batman and Robin climbing your building? Yeah, if you saw Batman and Robin walking through the hallway, I think it'd be kind of cool. But if you saw two guys hanging on the outside of your building just walking up, I would be freaked out. I don't know. Bat- it seems like Batman doesn't think a lot of things through. A lot no, of he doesn't. He doesn't. Batman has heard that Barbara knows a little bit about Southwest Asian history, so he asked her about this Mesopotamian temple. And I don't know, it has something to do with boxing, she says, which is convenient because Batman's like, hey, there's Kid Gulliver's missing, the prize fighter. This must be connected. Yeah, so and then Gordon shows up. Kid Gulliver, they actually just found him, but he's lost all his memory. Batman and Robin take off, and this is what's weird. Apparently it's midnight, right? Because Commissioner Gordon turns on the TV and he says he doesn't want to miss miss the... Uh, the Betsy Bolt's face sports report. Yeah, the midnight sports roundup or whatever. So why is... Barbara's dad coming over at midnight to her. She's an adult now. She's just got out of college. Does he just stop by at midnight just to watch sports TV? Is you not find that weird at all? He, maybe he doesn't have a television in his house. I don't That's know. What I is, he needs to get a free cable. So it's not like he doesn't have cable, for instance. It becomes pretty clear that Commissioner Gordon really needs to get a life, right? Because it's he, obvious that he's a racist because once he saw that. There was a Southwest Asian on the sports show. He immediately turned it off. We see the Southwest Asian champion, Mushi Nebuchadnezzar, and he's wearing a turban, and it's obviously... And a domino mask. Yeah, it's obviously the Joe... Or the, or the, I'm sorry, the Riddler, because he has the Riddler mask on, and he's talking in this fake accent, saying he's like stuff like camel grass juice. I don't even know what that is. And he likes to eat all these Middle Eastern weird foods. And you're right, Commissioner Gordon gets really pissed he is <laughs> he gets irate when he finds this out and he said he he really hates middle easterners i guess because you're right he flips the tv off in disgust he's like i don't want to watch this anymore i wanted to see uh betsy bullface i didn't want to see some arab come on I, he's he is racist you're definitely right about that when he gets up not only does he turn off the television he leaves yeah he, he leaves could... the apartment and all yeah, he just—he was so disgusted, he couldn't even stay in that room anymore. We cut to the box office, and Batman and Robin run up, and Chief O'Hara's in there, and he looks totally dazed. He's totally confused. He doesn't even know who he is. He doesn't know what's going on. Batman and Robin run up to him and say, what's, what's, what's wrong? What's wrong? And then the Riddler says something, and apparently the Riddler was just standing in the corner the whole time. Did you notice that? I thought that was really weird. It, he's there, and he says some stupid riddle, and then he disappears. And Batman says, we don't have time to go after him right now. How did he disappear? You know, they never explain how he, he just vanishes out of vanishes. thin air. And Batman's like, it's it's one of the Riddler's tricks. I, that made no sense. They ne- I was hoping they'd explain like he had some mirror or like even some machine. He has riddle, tri- riddle tricks. It's the riddle juice. Chief O'Hara had been given the riddle juice, and that's why he's all confused. And I thought this was cool. Batman offers to drive O'Hara in O'Hara's car, and he tells Robin to drive the Batmobile. So I enjoy that, too, yeah. We're already seeing how um, Robin's getting to use his license a little bit more. I, yeah, I from the last that, episode, yeah, yeah. That was, that was pretty cool. But we cut to Barbara, and she suspects that Mushi is not actually an Asian, which, uh, come on, Barbara, do you really need to study Southwest Asian uh, history to figure that out? You need out? to be an expert in Southwest Asian history to know that. 
He was wearing the Riddler's mask. I mean, yeah, I know he was wearing that Domino mask. Uh, she devises this plan, and this is—I really didn't understand this part at all. Actually, she says, "I'm going to go look out in some stores that sell the camel grass juice, and maybe I'll find this uh, Mushi Nebuchadnezzar guy." So if he, she suspects that he's not actually a Southwest Asian, but she's going to go out and buy the Southwest the, Asian stuff. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get that. Why would the Riddler go out of his way and buy the Southwest Asian? I guess he really wanted to get stuff. into this character. Yeah, I mean, is he like a method actor? I don't get it. It didn't make know. sense to me. So we cut to the Riddler's hideout. Uh, Betsy Bullface comes in. She brought some of the camel grass milk for the Riddler for some reason, which we don't. I don't really want to know. Maybe that's what he uses to make the Riddler juice. The Riddle juice? Maybe. That could be it. Batgirl shows up, and this is where the Riddler reveals the ace up his sleeve. And I think this is what he said his ace was. This woman walks out, and it's the siren. And she's like this beautiful woman. In a silver mini dress. Yeah, and this like really 1960s looking silver dress. And she comes out, and the Riddler's like, let's put these earmuffs on. And the siren starts singing this weird high-pitched note, but uh, nothing happens to Batgirl. And the Riddler's a little confused, but we find out that uh, siren... Doesn't work on women. They didn't know that before, so why didn't uh, Betsy... You think they would have tested it. Yeah, because Betsy knew it didn't work. She didn't put the earmuffs on. What if it had worked? I mean, what if Betsy Bullface was a lesbian? Would it have worked on her? That's... Should I don't know. I never gave that a thought. That's Do you want to know true. that? I don't even want to know what would have happened there. I mean, I with a name like Betsy Bullface, maybe she is. I don't she know. She seemed... I don't know. I don't know. She seemed pretty butch. I don't know. <laughs> so they put they put Batgirl in the, the steam room, ultimately, after the fight. Yeah, it was a really anticlimactic fight because it just involved the Riddler's henchmen grabbing Batgirl <laughs> and taking her into the steam room. Which I don't want to know what goes on in the steam room. I don't know. They took Kid Gulliver in there earlier. After I don't know if that's where they put the riddle juice in him in the steam room. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Maybe the riddle juice is secreted through the skin. I don't know. In the, in the form of steam. Uh, I don't know. So anyway, we later cut to the prize fighters are all in the Riddler's hideout, and the Riddler's dressed up as uh, Nebuchadnezzar and talking to. The prize fighters. I don't really know why they're all yeah, there. Yeah, I didn't understand why the prize fighters showed up. Three prize fighters are here, Riddler. Well, they're all there, all the big prize fighters. So he's got them right where he wants them, and uh, the siren walks in and puts them under her spell, and and then she just leaves. She's like, all right, my work's done. Goodbye. I don't know how this is controlling the boxing world. Right. This this. So he wanted to somehow get rid of all the prize fighters. So he. He could become the main boxer? Is that what he wants? I don't know. If you take all your money money draws out, all the people that draw money for you, then I, I don't I don't know the I, I don't understand the point of the scheme. Yeah. What is he gaining? Then they take these prize fighters who are now under a siren spell into the steam room, and Batgirl has escaped from the uh, the steam room. She's gone. And the Riddler is obviously very upset about this because he knows Batgirl's gonna go tell Batman and he you know, he's obviously not happy. So we cut to Gordon's office, and Barbara's there helping Gordon solve these riddles that the Riddler's been leaving around. Um, Commissioner Gordon is really stressing out because he can't solve these riddles, and he says, Barbara, will you please help me? And I found that so weird. Doesn't he have someone to do that for? Isn't there someone in the police department who can... I think that the police department's just him and O'Hara. I think that's... It's becoming pretty clear that the Gotham police department is basically two people and then they just get batman to help out for free 
Basically, yeah. Barbara actually solves all the riddles because she's really smart. You know, she she's really good with riddles. She studies Southwest Asian history. I know. Course. I don't. Do you know anyone who's studied Southwest Asian history? Other than Barbara Gordon, no. Neither do I. But if you meet one, they're really good at solving riddles. Batman and Robin then show up, and the Riddler calls right away. And the Riddler challenges Batman to a to a boxing match. And Batman's like, you know, he doesn't want to do it because he doesn't want to play the Riddler's game. You know what I mean? But then the Riddler calls Batman a coward, and Batman gets pissed. Because Riddler also informs him that he's plugged into the radio station GTZR. So, so now, everyone in Gotham knows he's a coward. Does a lot, do a lot of people listen to that radio station? I don't know. I think that's like the K-Rock of Gotham City. So everyone now knows Batman's a coward, and he's pissed. He says, you know what? Tomorrow night, or actually tonight. Tonight. Gotham Square Gardens, Batman versus the Riddler. It's on. Because he's pissed. Because he does not... What is he like? Marty McFly? He doesn't like being called yeah, a coward. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't like to be called a butthead. <laughs> so we cut to the Gotham Square Gardens, and now we get to see what it looks like inside. And It's kind it's, of low rent. It doesn't look like Madison Square Garden at all. Yeah, it looks like maybe there's 20 people inside. I don't really understand. It's like really small. I was surprised. You know what's Gotham... weird? They, they were able to book Gotham Square Garden on like five hours time frame. That's what I thought. What is was something else going on that, at that time, or yeah, do they have a basketball team or anything else going to play that night, or hockey, or anything like any yeah Disney on Ice, yeah. anything yeah. yeah. So Batman just calls up. I guess what, when Batman says he wants to be in a boxing match with Mushi Nebuchadnezzar, you know you're going to clear out your schedule for that because that's, you will. That's that, a big <laughs> money draw. That's a big money draw. That is. So Batman shows shows up. To the boxing match and in the in the boxing robe <laughs> and in, in the boxing shorts. shorts yellow boxing shorts and and the boxing gloves but other other than that he's wearing just the full batman outfit including the cape which i think would Definitely. hinder him in some way and i would think so i would think so also the riddler has dropped the mushy nebuchadnezzar disguise because he's just the riddler he's now the riddler i guess he's said forget about that so you know they start going at it uh batman well, well, Alfred's one of his cornermen, but to make sure no one knows it's Alfred, he put dirt on his face and wants to be called Gus. I know, that's, that's so ridiculous. What a disguise. And I know, and Robin's also there, just dressed as Robin. So you know, uh, After the fight, did you go, who's that Gus guy you were hanging out with? <laughs> I know, maybe they just found him, I don't know. I guess no one really asks questions is the thing in Gotham. Uh, they start fighting, Batman's totally kicking the Riddler's butt. But then the Riddler has, I guess, another ace up his sleeve, and this time it, his plan metal filing. was to yeah to throw some metal filings on Batman and hook up a giant magnet underneath the ring. This seems so elaborate. Couldn't he just like put a a little razor blade in his glove if he's gonna cheat? Or put why not lead do... in his glove. Yeah, to something make him like that. But no, the Riddler has to make everything complicated, so he has to throw metal filings on Batman, hook up a giant mag, which the magnet looks incredibly dangerous, first of all. It's this giant magnet. Would it really work just having metal filings on you, though? Well, here's what I... So what happened was Batman's legs just get stuck to the ground, but he can still swing his arms, so I don't really know what the Riddler's ultimate plan was. Yeah, I didn't get it either. So Barbara Gordon's also at the match. She sees that Batman's in trouble. She leaves... Puts on her Batgirl costume again because she always has to be in the Batgirl costume. She's got some weird. She does. Thing. She goes down underneath the ring, deactivates the uh, the magnet. Batman's free, and the Riddler freaks out. He just totally runs off. Yeah, he hightails it out of there. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you if you were in a boxing ring with Batman? Uh, yeah, I would actually. 
So Batman, of course, follows the Riddler, and a fight breaks out in the Riddler's uh, hideout. And Alfred's there. Alfred's part of the fight. Well, Gus, I guess. Well, Gus, yeah, okay. And did you notice that one of the Riddler's henchmen says, let's, let's escape through the steam room? Did you notice hmm. that? No, I didn't. I, didn't. I missed that. So there's some exit in the steam room, apparently, and no wonder Batgirl was able to get away. out. Did, they, yeah. did that really surprise him? If you put an exit in your steam room, she's going to just leave. I mean, she's not going to stay there. I, oh, I'm that'd a, be silly. Why didn't they give her the Riddler juice? Because she seemed totally lucid throughout the whole thing. They should have. The Riddler doesn't think, maybe it doesn't work on women. I don't know. I didn't think of that. You're right. I don't know. Siren didn't work on women. That's true. Uh, straight women, at least. <laughs> well, yeah. That we know of, that we know of. Exactly, exactly. Batman and Robin show up, fight the Riddler, knock him out with the help of Alfred slash Gus. And uh, Batman and Robin save the day. And Batgirl then, dips out the back. Of course, she escapes. Robin wants to follow her, but Batman's like, no, we need to respect her secret identity because she's respecting ours. So, yeah, because Robin doesn't trust her all the way, I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, Robin's not a very trusting guy, but Batman is, and of course Alfred knows who everybody is. Yeah, yeah. Well, Ro Alfred shuts him up by giving him camel grass. Yeah, so Alfred offers some camel grass to camel grass juice to Robin, and Robin said, man, this stuff tastes really good, and Batman says something really goofy. He says, beware of strong stimulants. So, what is camel? Is it, like, alcohol? And yeah, I didn't know if it was, like, an anti-marijuana statement or uh, yeah, anti-drinking. I don't know. That's true. I don't know. So, anyway, Batman and Robin save the day with the help of Alfred and Batgirl. And then we cut to Commissioner Gordon's office and a visitor's there for him. So, he rings her in and the siren shows up. And, of course, Commissioner Gordon, a very lonely man... He's very excited His to see... His face when Siren walks in. I know, because he realized, you know, that, uh, what's her name, Bar or Betsy Bullface, she's obviously a criminal, so he's not getting any of that. Or maybe he is, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So he's, he's like, whoa, who, who was this coming in my office? But then she starts singing, or whatever it is she, that she does. That high-pitched noise. And now Commissioner Gordon is under her spell, and the episode ends. It was a pretty good cliffhanger, though. That was a good cliffhanger. I liked it. I think overall I liked this episode. I did, too. I liked it more than the first one of the season. Yeah, it's, it was more ridiculous, and the, sto the story made less sense, but it was... The story made no sense whatsoever. Yeah, it really I didn't, didn't make any, any sense. I guess they had an extra boxing ring set that they wanted to use. So I guess they, so. That, that must have been it, because it made zero sense. I mean, not, none of it made any sense. All right, so that was the episode. Um, any closing comments? Um, I'm I'm enjoying this series. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I know. I think this podcast, because Seinfeld is one show, and all we could have talked about is Seinfeld. But with Batman, we can talk about this show. We can talk about some of the older serials from the 40s. We can even talk about some of the comics, cartoons. Anything, really. Video game. I mean, there's so much that we can talk about. Yeah, and I'm like, and, and you know what? I'm liking it. I'm loving it. Next week will be an episode about the siren, apparently. Unless, yeah, yeah, siren episode. Which is fitting because next week is uh, the week of Valentine's Day, so it'll yeah, be like right. a special episode about the entrapments of love. I guess. I don't yeah, know. I guess you could say that. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could. Yeah, you could look at it like that. So I think. We should still do some special episodes because I still want to do something with Arrested Development. And maybe even, especially for your distant uncle, we can do – we'll do like a final Seinfeld 
roundup where we just talk about our favorite episodes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that would be fine. Yeah, just for your distant uncle. So thanks for listening to the podcast. You can check us out at stevenandy.blogspot.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes. You can email us at stevenandy at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear feedback, any feedback that you guys have, whoever's listening to this. I don't know if people are going to listen to this or not, but if you, have, if you have any feedback, let us know. I think we're open to suggestions, right? I am, yeah. Andy, thanks for another podcast. This was a good one, I think. It was, yeah. Thanks, Steve. We had some technical difficulties. So we're trying to get Skype to work, and it's just not it's going just not to working operate. for us. I but, don't get it. Yeah, so now we're use, using iChat with GarageBand, and it's weird. It works, but okay. it, it works. We, we make it work, I think. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Andy, I'll see you next week. Yeah. See you later, Steve. See ya. Winter winds as the night moves in